Chapter 2 I leave the warmth of my bed and draw the curtains. Outside, the moon is full, illuminating wide streaks of ice on the Charles, the river that divides Boston and Cambridge. The view stretches all the way to Winthrop House, the dorm where I lived as an undergrad at Harvard. I put my hand over the phone and cough, trying to clear the remnants of panic from my throat. Abby Endicott, homicide, I say. You catching tonight? Kevin says. Boston police detective Kevin Farnsworth is not one to waste time with pleasantries. He's rough around the edges, but has earned the respect of everyone he deals with, from the rank and file on the street to the judges on the bench. He's old school, a cop who commands with competence. We met over a decade ago, when I was a rookie assistant district attorney, and he had just earned his detective shield. Over the years, we forged an unspoken agreement. He gives me first dibs on his murder investigations, and, whenever possible, I accept. What do you have? I hope he can't detect the dryness in my voice. You got a cold or something? He says. I'm fine, I lie. You sound like a frog. I used to worry that Kevin's bluntness would be off-putting to jurors, but it's the opposite. People trust him. The fact that he's 6'2 with 0% body fat doesn't hurt. More than once, a female grand juror asked about his marital status. He's been happily married for 16 years and four months. Not that I'm counting. I'm gonna swing by and get you, he says. My antenna goes up. Since when do you shuttle prosecutors to crime scenes? I can be there in 12 minutes. He's all business. I'm just leaving Doyle's. There was a murder at Doyle's? Located in Jamaica Plain, about five miles from my back bay condo, Doyle's is an unlikely place for a homicide. It's the bar of choice for police and prosecutors, a traditional Irish pub where you can order a pint of Guinness with your breakfast. The walls are lined with autographed black and whites of local celebrities, who, in Boston, are athletes and politicians. Distress calls are a rarity, maybe an occasional drunken brawl, but there are plenty of off-duty cops on site to handle that type of thing. Doyle's is the last place the Vic was seen alive, Kevin says. They found the body a couple blocks away. Thanks for the offer, but I don't need an escort. I'll meet you there. If you're trying to convince me that you're not high maintenance, that ship sailed three years ago when you showed up at that shooting in Roxbury wearing a ball gown and high heels. I told you it was a family thing, my parents' 40th anniversary party. My folks celebrated theirs at the VFW Hall in Alston. When Chris Sarsfield is catching, I bet you don't offer him a ride. Suit yourself, he says. The crime scene is behind the tow lot off Joan Drive. Meet me at the perimeter. There's something I want to talk to you about before you jump in. What's going on? I'll tell you when I see you. Kevin tends to keep his own counsel, but not about cases we're working together. You're starting to freak me out. Do yourself a favor and stay off the internet. I grab my iPad and log on to Boston.com, the best source for local news, but I can't find anything about a murder in Jamaica Plain. Is the victim still at the scene? Yep. If there's no hope for survival, the victim is left undisturbed until the medical examiner arrives.
Otherwise, he's rushed to a hospital, usually Boston Medical Center, where emergency room doctors work miracles these days. Many insiders believe the real reason for the decline in the murder rate isn't community policing or social engineering. It's improved urgent care. My mind races. Are there any suspects? Not yet, he says. I'm on to you. You're trying to keep me on the horn long enough to drag something out of me, but it's not going to work. Kevin knows my Achilles heels, the cases that upset me most, and he's protecting me from something. I imagine the worst. Maybe the victim was burned or decapitated. Maybe there are two victims or three. Or maybe the victim is a baby. He reels off directions, and I jot down the street names. After I hang up, I check Twitter and a couple of local TV websites, but come up empty. Trying to stave off a full-blown anxiety attack.